Hey, Kelsey. Yeah. Um, you know, normally we have a theme song, and we had like a Benjalong theme song, um, but then we changed it for Pokemon, right? right? And I was thinking maybe Nashville should have a special one. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna need you to point that. I'm gonna need you to hold this microphone, and I'm gonna need you to point that microphone down here. Okay. <laughs> Ready? <coughs> And uh, anytime you want to sing something, just uh, move that mic towards you. Not the one on the music box, but uh, I'm trying to get comfy. I also need to make sure we're recording. Okay, here we go. That is the Benjalong theme song for Nashville. I liked it. It's pretty good. Um, that was pre-recorded. Right. Uh, we did that beforehand. Uh, Kelsey, it is a new show. How excited are you? This is your first launch of a show because you came in in the middle of another one. I'm so excited. Yeah. It. Uh, and damn, is it a good show. Oh, my God. I love it. I probably need to save this uh, receipt just in case. Um I'm clearing off my table as I talk. Yes, Nashville. Did you know anything about Nashville before we started this? I basically knew that Connie Britton played, like, a popular country artist that was starting to be, like, usurped by Hayden Panettiere. Right. But that's literally all I knew. Uh, little did we know that there would be a subplot that we were supposed to care about that involved neither one of those characters. Are you talking about the political one? Uh, Okay, maybe there's two subplots. The uh, The niece. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like her, though. I uh, She's precious. I kind of... Yeah, the love triangle thing, they're very obviously trying to set her up as a Reyna before Reyna was big kind of storyline. Yeah. The exact same thing happening again. But we will get to that. Um, I... All I knew it as was, oh, there's uh, Claire, the cheerleader. She's doing a country show now. That's all I knew because I didn't know who Connie Britton was at the time. I still barely know who she is. Like... I only like I were from America. I had heard the name, then yeah. saw her on American Horror Story, and I was yeah. like, "This is Bay. This is my Bay." Uh, she's in Friday Night Lights, which I've yes. watched the first season of, and it's very good. Um, and yeah. she's very good in it. I need to finish it. She also plays Faye, somebody in American Crime Story. Um, it's uh, Faye. It's not. Mm, it's Faye, somebody. She was uh. Nicole Brown's like friend who then like capitalized on it and like wrote a book and stuff. Ew. Yeah. Um I mean not ew to Connie Britton. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of a gross role. Um that's all I knew about it. Uh it was at a time where I was watching basically only I don't even know what I was watching at that point. Well, uh, that would have been when you like first started college cuz it came out in 2012. So you might have just been in that weird phase where you were just like not able to watch TV. Yeah. Because I've noticed since I've been in college that I can't keep up with TV shows. You know when it gets worse? <laughs> when you get out and are having to work three jobs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wasn't watching shows like this. I just got to college. I was trying to be a cool boy. Uh, I had disavowed country music completely. Instead of where I've... I've now reached the point of where like, nah, most country is garbage. But there no. is some fun oh country. God. This show made me miss, co like, s good country. Mm -hmm. Cause it's good country. Well, it's such, because 
every song that th- like original songs or whatever that they sing are so damn good. The music supervisor is T Bone Burnett, and he's a pretty famous producer. He uh, he produced the entire first Hunger Games soundtrack album, mm-hmm. um, which very is like you know yeah like country feels, but without being like overtly country. Yeah. Um. Let's just launch into it, Kels. Okay. Let's talk about it. Uh, Episode one is called Pilot. Surprise, surprise. Uh, It aired on October 10th, 2012. Uh, Me and Kelsey had met at this point. I don't think we were great friends yet. I think we were still at that stage where you were just like, I can't be alone with any girl that's not my girlfriend. Right. Which is a safe place to be. Yeah. Uh, But we were at that point. But you're very non-threatening. Yes. If I was still at that (laughs) point, we couldn't do a podcast (laughs) because no one's ever at my apartment. No, Lord, no. Yeah. Um. And I had not become friends yet, really, with uh, Mark from Mark and Cody Review the entire. I universe. hadn't either. It was mainly just me, you, mm-hmm. and your cousin Tara. Still, two years before I met, I think two years or maybe a year and a half before I met semi permanent guest on Macro Two, Chad Oliver. Mm-hmm. You know, so Four Eyes was still a far way off. Yeah. I guess is the point. Um. Had an IMDb rating of 7.4, which is real low after watching Pokemon episodes that had like 8.8 for just being like shit boxes. Yeah. Um, and 8.93 million people watched this television program on its Jesus. premiere. Uh, the summary for this episode, people who hate each other for no reason at all are asked if they want to do a tour together. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Yeah. Um, because... W- we understand why Raina starts to hate Juliet, but Juliet hates her from the get-go, and there's no explanation. I'm assuming Juliet hates her because she's just like, I'm trying to dethrone this m- magnificent person in the country community, mm-hmm. and I just feel like a fucking child. Right. Because um, so that's what Raina treats her as. She's just, is a child. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's for sure. Uh, so we're introduced to Raina, which is Connie Britton's character, who has two kids and what seems to be a stay-at-home dad, at least at the moment. Uh, she performs, and we meet her songwriter, Deacon, who has a niece named Scarlett, who is a big fan of Raina. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are then introduced to Juliet, who is being very unhappy about her perfume options. Uh, she, like, sniffs one of them and is like, mm, this smells bad. No, she's literally like, there's no smell in this. And oh, then yeah. they're like, well, it's a tester. There's just water in it. She's like, why can't I smell it? How am I going to pick one? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're just like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, she gets a call from her mom who is not supposed to call her, so she throws her phone away, um, which I've been tempted to do. Just like w- people calling me in general, but I no, never like do because I don't have that kind of No, my boyfriend will be driving and I'll be in the passenger seat, and sometimes I'm just like, should I just throw my phone out the window? (laughs) (laughs) And then he'll be like, no. I'm sure it's most of the time when I text you, and I'm like, Kelsey, where are you? Well, today I was the one late. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just opened my phone to see our last text conversation and then accidentally opened our group message where I sent like this um like event thing for like a halloween thing but it's just anime girls and stuff like that did you send that today no nah, it was like two days ago anyway uh so she throws a runaway julia is supposed to be nice to reina because of her label yeah or labelle as are some they people say. are they on the same label they must be must be because they're trying to put them in be. a tour together must be yeah 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 that makes sense um reina's buddy buddy with the next mayor of nashville we find that out. What's his name? Uh, I, Coleman. Coleman. That's Coleman what it is. Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Juliet walks in. She fangirls over Deacon, and because uh, she like sees him in the hallway. And it's like, man, your song's so good. And then he's with like the Western equivalent of a mariachi band. <laughs> I don't know quite what they are called, but it's just like dudes in like the Western shirts and stuff yeah. like that. Who you obviously mean, like, aren't. Good old like, boys? Nah, because good old boys are like rednecks in my mind. These are just like cowboys. Okay, fancy good old boys. Fancy, fancy cowpokes. Fancy gobs. Fancy gobs. There, at my high school, there was apparently a secret society called the gobs. I know. <laughs> what the? Do you think there was an alternate? Um, do you think there was an alternate secret society? I don't know. The goth. They would have been called the Gobstoppers. <laughs> um. I did know that whenever the like not goth kids, but like weird scene kids. Yeah, like kids you. that would wear like a no, like a, kids who would wear a Lamb of God shirt. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> but still. No, like the kids that would wear like fucking anime tails and shit. Okay, yeah, Whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. they would congregate, they would block the hallway, so people started calling them the Black Cloud. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Juliet then literally runs into Scarlett's boyfriend, whose name is Avery, uh, and she like flirts with him. She's very much about being an asshole in front of people, and like especially in front of women. Yeah. Um, she will like. Because um, she's threatened by them, I'm sure. But she does the opposite to like make them feel f- threatened by her. That's what that's her goal. Exactly. Um, she's literally just like, "Hey, ugly boy, I don't think you're ugly," and I'm just like, "He's ugly. He's kind of ugly. Stop. Avery kind of is. Yeah. Like they literally bump into each other, and she's just like, she's so "We should do that again, but slower." And I was like, <laughs> 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 "Yeah." Also, uh, Juliet, you must still be a virgin because you don't. Well, no, we actually know for a fact <laughs> she is not, but. Because she's been burning the midnight oil yeah, with these boys. at both ends. <laughs> um, Juliet purposefully shades Raina for absolute no reason by saying her mom was a big fan. Uh, specifically, she says, my mom used to listen to your records while I was in her belly, which is just like a super like obtuse, to awkward like, way to say it. You're old as shit. Yeah. Girl. And then Raina's just like, well, I mean, are you about to go on stage? Because you might want to tuck those girls in real tight. Because yeah. her tits were just hanging out of her dress. Right. <laughs> Everyone was just sending the most disgusted looks to each yeah, other. Yeah, it was like Shade City. Um, shade, but very obvious. Right. Um, r- we find out that Raina's latest album is not doing that well, so her suits are trying to get her to co-headline a tour with Juliet. My favorite line of this entire episode was when they were like, you should co-headline. And... Uh, Raina was just like, she was like, co-headline, no. no. She's just like, no, 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 fine. And it made me laugh so hard. Um, Yeah, and then, so, we'll, so now we're going to talk about, like, what Raina does for the majority of this episode. Um, So, Raina James is not her real name. I felt like uh, it would be important to point this out. Is she, it not? Uh, well, she's part of her dad's name is something Wyatt, so I would assume it's not. Well, maybe she like kept her mom's name because her and her dad do not have a good relationship. Maybe it is a possibility, but I think it's very purposely a stage name. I think I'm getting a cold. Somebody, what? I think I'm getting a cold. Oh, I thought you said that her name was Nicole. No, but I think there is a reference to something at some point that mentions that her name's not actually Raina either. Mm. 
Because Raina's a weird name. It is a weird name. Like, I I keep experiencing the name Raina, though, because there's, like, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character name who was Raina. Yeah. Um, But she's part of the Wyatt family who have a lot of money and influence. Was her dad, like, the mayor at some point? Cause I that's don't think what he was the mayor. I think he's a business like, dude. Or, like, a political advisor or something? I don't think so. I think he's just a business dude who wants influence. He just seemed very... Comfortable, because I think business. Maybe. He's the, he's the Donald Trump of Nashville. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot smaller scale, but everybody's like, it's like if you get on the wrong side of him, then yeah. like bad shit will happen. And, well, th- and the guy plays it like a super villain. Yeah. And there's literally. It's weird acting for the rest of the show. Yeah. There's literally one. He has like the weirdest dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. It's always like high. Im- like every scene with him feels like it was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Daredevil. Yeah. Like, he's just like, like there's I need to control the power around here. And it's like the most and high then, stakes. And you're like, yeah. calm the fuck down. And it's about, he wants a baseball stadium. But it's like, he'll say that stuff. And then the next scene is like, man, I can't go home. Who says? That's a real country <laughs> song. But anyway. um, So. No. Oh, back to this, though. There's literally a point in time I remember where Coleman Carlisle is like talking to Raina's dad. Yeah. And then he's just like. No matter who's loyal to you, like, it's always one-sided. Yeah, that's in episode two. You're skipping away. But ahead. still, like, but yeah, example. Yeah. 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 Um, the, she, go, she shows up in an event where the mayor dedicates an entire day to her father, so her dad's obviously a big deal. Uh, later, Raina drives her kids around, and her kids really dig Juliet's song, much to her chagrin. And she's just like, no, I have a headache. Let's not listen yeah, to this. Yeah, so she just turns that shit off. Raina and Teddy have a fight about money, but Teddy isn't working, and Raina doesn't want to borrow money from her dad. This really depresses me because I feel really poor right now, and mm-hmm. to know that if you're a superstar artist, you also feel poor. I'm like, shit, well, there's never any hope. Um, Raina goes to visit Randy. Um, and wants him to help her cut a hit because apparently there weren't any like hits on her album. Uh, there weren't any like radio hits. Was he the kind of young looking producer? Yeah. That like says creepy things about Hayden Penetier sometimes. Uh, well, seeing as, uh, he reveals all his songs have been eaten up. He sold some of them to Juliet's record. He also is banging her and she's in the next room as Raina complains about it. Oh her. yeah. Where she's <laughs> just like, it's crap. Like I hate every, like it's yeah. bad music. And then Juliet laying naked like covered up by a sheet looking in the next disdainful door. yeah um mr wyatt uh we he has a villainous hat and now he has a plan to make teddy who reign his husband if you'll remember uh the next mayor which is an out of left field idea which is fitting because they are standing in the middle of field also, he wants a baseball stadium. So, good metaphor. I don't know if he actually wants a baseball stadium. No, I swear to God, Does that's he? what it is. Yeah, okay. then, because I didn't, like, at this point, I don't remember knowing at this point, but obviously <laughs> I did because I wrote it down. But in the second episode, uh, Carlisle mm-hmm. um, mentions, he's like, yeah, I thought a baseball stadium doesn't matter to this city. Taxpayers' money need to spend elsewhere. So it definitely is a baseball stadium. Okay. Um, Raina has a mild diva freakout at rehearsal. She calls Deacon over to just so she calls him over and they just dip out. They just leave rehearsal. They go walk on a fucking bridge somewhere that they found. Which I was okay with her little diva freakout because she's just like, y'all, I'm so sorry. I know I'm being a bitch. Yeah, no, she she very like owned her shit. 
Um, so they have a heart-to-heart while walking on the bridge. Raina apparently doesn't cut Deacon's songs anymore because she knows that they're all about her. Which is revealed that they used to date. Used to date. We find out more information about that in the next episode. Um, Raina regrets not being with Deacon, maybe? Yeah, the whole time I was just like... (sighs) Yeah, Deacon definitely wants to be with her. Yeah, and like she's kind of like, I'm not super happy in my relationship. I wish we had stayed together. And I'm just like... Oh, uncomfortable. Same-sies, kind of. Um, Raina talks with a radio. We should make clear that you wish Raina was with a different person, not you personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I totally ship Raina and Deacon because okay. I'm just like, she doesn't super love. She doesn't seem like she super loves Teddy. Teddy seems like a pushover. Full show. Raina talks with a radio DJ who advises her that Juliet will be around a while. So she's going to ha- kind of have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, Mr. Here again, I ha- Mr. White's acting like he's in a much different show than the one he's on. Uh-huh. Uh, he convinces Teddy to run for mayor with the caveat that they, uh, and this is Teddy's caveat. Teddy asks that they don't go after the other candidate. That which they run is, a clean campaign. Which makes sense because like, I'm assuming if Raina's good friends with Coleman, C- then yeah. he's also good friends. I would think so. Um, late, uh, Raina's not happy about this plan, of course. Um, but she's got some other shit to deal with. She goes into a record label and brags about all the shit she's done, which is like fair. She's won nine Grammys. Like it makes sense because she's just like, I've done so much for this company. I feel like you're not really supporting me. It was kind of a Taylor Swift, big machine records thing where she was their only artist to begin with and now they're a huge thing i don't know if big machine for taylor swift does anyone else other than her though they probably do i don't care enough to look it up i don't either i don't care that much about taylor swift um (laughs) which coincidentally while i was watching this john just looked over and he was like so is she like supposed to be taylor swift or something i think maybe yeah (laughs) maybe maybe um, she, uh, the, the suit wants to know her decision and s- she says, you can kiss my decision as I walk out the door. Yeah. It's kind of badass. I loved it. Uh, Raina comes and yells at her dad. Uh, then he villainously reveals that he paid for her first record, not the label. Mm-hmm. And then he insinuates that one. Her oldest. Of chi- the daughters Maddie. is not actually Teddy's. Which he, he insinuates that her oldest daughter is Deacon's. Here's the thing, though. Those children are fucking identical. <laughs> so if one of them is... Oh, I looked that up, though. They're actually sisters in real no, life. No, I know. It's uh, Lennon and Daisy. Who fucking knows? Lennon and Stella. Let me look them up. I'll, I'll look it up. But I've like, already got the IMDb page. They, um, I think it's Lennon <laughs> and Stella. Um, but they're like a YouTube sensation. Like are I've they? I've seen their because they did the. That's not me being like, are they? That's no. me being like, are they? I don't know. No, they did the the cup song to call your girlfriend. They what went is call ba- your girlfriend? Call your girlfriend. No. Down the time to go. Lennon and Maisie Stella. Lennon and Maisie. I thought Daisy. Close. Um, yeah, no, they they have YouTube videos. They do a cover of Ho Hey that's like on the internet, like, and they're incre- they're legitimately incredible, especially for how young they are. Um, I meant to. I had like six notes in here, just being like, "Who the fuck plays Deacon?" Because he looks very familiar. Well, that's you with literally everything. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so Raina, of course, uh, comes to an event and supports her husband, even though she thinks this plan is terrible, and even though she had already 
promised Coleman she would be there to sing at his right, event. exactly. Because at the time, she didn't know her dumb, dumb husband was running for mayor. Exactly. Because he wasn't. Uh, Julia. He was, on, he was on The Office. The dad? Deacon. Deacon? He played Josh, like the head of the other branch. Okay, I don't fucking know. The one know. that, like, Jim went to or whatever. Sure, whatever. Um, Julia. <laughs> During this time, is recording music, and her producers are making weird comments about her and saying shit like, thank God for auto-tune. She's not that bad. And it She's not, like, I don't yeah. know, but she's not bad. No, and the hot boy was like, she's a heartbreaker, and the other guy was like, moneymaker. And then he was like, maybe I ought to marry her then. And I was like, this is gross. Uh, yeah, it was pretty gross. Hey, true locker room talk, though. <laughs> um, Juliet tries to bat her eyeballs in eyebrows into Deacon doing music with her so she basically just like flutters and is like hey you want to do music for me Deacon can we talk about can we pause for a quick second we don't have a lot of time but the southern accents Connie Britton's I buy yeah I buy Deacon's Deacon's is fine I kind of buy Scarlet's no, Sometime, fuck Scarlet. Well, to be fair, she is Australian in real life. Yeah, so she, fuck hers. It's very bad. But like some, you Keith Urban motherfucker. Like sometimes I don't notice it, but other times I'm just like, oh. hating piano tears. But the thing is, what's interesting is when she's just by herself, the accent isn't as bad. She puts it on when she's around other characters, which is actually maybe a cool character choice of Juliet trying to be more southern than she is. Yeah. If that's the intent, then that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, also, you know what? I There's one point where Juliet looks like she's wearing a wig. She might be. Like, it just doesn't look like her She's definitely hair. wearing extensions. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of like that whole, like, Regina George from Mean Girls thing. Like, Rachel McAdams had to wear a wig the whole time. Yeah. Um, so, we find out Juliet has a shitty meth head mom, and she combats her uh, sadness by banging Randy. Yeah. Uh, Randy, that's his name? Randy. Okay. Uh, then Randy shows up later at Juliet's house to bang her, but she won't l- allow him to come in because <laughs> she's too busy banging Deacon. That made me laugh so hard because she was like, what are you doing here? You should call before you come and slams the door in his face. And he's like, what? what? Yeah, it was pretty weird. Uh, so then Gunner and Scarlet, we don't know who Gunner is yet, but I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> so Avery, we remember him from earlier. Deacon's Ugly niece's boyfriend. boyfriend. Uh, Asked Deacon if he heard his demo. 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 And Deacon <laughs> deflects. Uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, but like, it's not really like the scene. Yeah, because right he says something like alt country. It's like alt country punk, and then he's just like punk. He says something like punk has no place. Kind, no, it wasn't that rude. It was like kind of joking. It's like I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it was it was a nice little like yeah, le- like you're not bad, but you're not right for this genre. Then Gunner comes up, who Deacon actually likes, and he apparently also likes Scarlet. Gunner I, likes Scarlet. I'm assuming Gunner also works in the Bluebell Cafe, which is where a lot of scenes Blue take Bird. place. Bluebird. I was close. Uh, so Teddy and Gunner are talking about. I have Teddy. It would definitely was not Teddy. Scarlet. Okay. I don't know how I fucked that up so bad. Uh, Scarlet and Gunner are talking about how much he and en- he enjoys her poetry, which is probably definitely a lie because the poem that she reads to him is very bad. Uh, are you th- talking about the one they made into a song? No, because it's a different one that they turn into a song. Uh, but Gunner cons Scarlet to sing at the Bluebird, and she's amazing, of course. No, it's kind of good. Uh, yeah. it's it has a real Civil Wars vibe, which I'm into. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, then White, who is the old dude who apparently runs Raina's shit, I guess. He's like the music producer that discovered her. Yeah, and so then he has an idea, like he sees Scarlet and has an idea, and that's where the episode ends. Um, you want to know some trivia? Yeah. Or do you have any more thoughts about this episode? Um, I don't, honestly. I thought we were at the start of the second episode. <laughs> nope. So I was like, what am I doing? Um, so each episode of season one... Except for the pilot, of course, is named after a Hank Williams song. I like that. Um, I love Hank Williams. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then the woman who created this show uh, is the woman who wrote Thelma and Louise and the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. I've seen neither one of those films, but they seem... I've read I the Wikipedia page for Thelma and Louise. Uh, of course you have. Uh, so we got six songs in this episode. We had Already Gone. By Raina, mm-hmm. Love Like Mine by Juliet, Boys and Buses by Juliet, which is very bad. Yeah, it wasn't great, it, uh, but it was very pop country. It was like chasing country. after boys and buses. Yeah. I think that's actually how it went. Back <laughs> Home by Deacon, and this song was also kind of bad. Um, it's My Life by Raina, and then If I Didn't Know Better by Scarlet and Gunner, and I think this was the best song of the I episode. I liked that, because the agree? main point of it was like, if I didn't know better, but I do. Right. And it, oh God, it was good. It was a very it was, good It one. was real good. Is that going to be your vote for best song of the episode? Probably. Okay. Uh, let's move on to episode two. I can't help it, parentheses, if I'm still in love with you. Uh, aired on October 17th, 2012. Yes, Kelsey? Um, I don't know why I raised my hand. Um, we are starting this at a good time because it's right around the original air date. Shit, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That won't last for long since we do two at a time. No, no. Uh, has an IMDb rating of 7.4, which is the same as before. Viewers, however, 6.74, which is down 2.19 million people that's saw watching it. That's not surprising, It's though. typical, though. Uh, yeah, that that's a typical thing where everybody tunes in for a pilot and then... Either they stop Stop. watching or they just, like, DVR it. Yep. Uh, The summary for this episode, a couple of non-couples do several couple-y things. Would you agree with that one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. Uh, So we're going to start off this one with Gunner and Scarlet. I know. She's, like, in the guitar case. She's beautiful. Um... So White, that old guy from earlier, he talks to Gunner and Scarlet at the Bluebird, and they, of course, have chemistry, but avoid it. Because he's just like, how long have you two been together? And they're like, we're not Um, White suggests if they write three songs, he'll cut a demo for him. Scarlet walks away, and White tells Gunner that he'll get to where he's going much faster with Scarlet. That's So he's basically true. like, hey, hitch your tra- tractor trailer to that truck. Right? I think. <laughs> I don't. Something like that. Hit something your, like that. Hit your trailer to her, her tractor. tractor? That's, that's what I wanted to say, too, but I think that's al- wrong. It's, it's very Alliteration. Much, yeah. Um, I don't know. Hit your trailer to her truck? <laughs> that's definitely not a saying. <laughs> hit your. I'll look it up. Um, so Scarlet almost tells Avery, her boy, about uh, White's office, but Avery is mopey. Offer. What did I say? Office. Nah, it's fine. About White's offer, um, but Avery is mopey because he's bad at music, so she doesn't. Uh, Gunner later very awkwardly tries to ask Scarlett on a date, and she invites him to a gig that Avery is playing. Like a douche. I looked up Hitch Your, and the first one is Hitch Your Wagon to a Star. Mm, that might have been actually what I was thinking of. Maybe. Hitch, I'm going to look up other variations of Wagon. Um. Oh, apparently that's a movie. Avery is not great at music. 
but he makes a lot of people sweat a lot of sweaty people dance so that's a plus uh, a random girl tries to hit on Avery as Scarlet and Gunner show up and Rando Girl was also at the Bluebird when Scarlet and Gunner performed. So Which she- is weird because those were two very different types of music. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but she reveals to Avery that uh, Gunner and Scarlet performed. And Avery seems like slightly hurt, but he's actually like, nah, for real. Like, man, that sucks because I can't do shit. But like, hey, good on you. Well, because he, he was like that. You mean that really famous record producer that like started off Raina James? Like, motherfuck. Yeah. And then he's just like... <laughs> He's yeah. like he looks upset because like obviously his dreams just kind of failed a little bit. Yeah. Because he got like a call from a record company and yeah. it was like, nah, bro, we we good. Yeah. But then he was just like, no, nah, I'm like I'm really happy for you. And she was like, thanks. Yeah. Too bad is definitely gonna lead to him lead to her leaving him for sure. I'm okay with it. Uh, I just realized I don't want any of the original couples in this show to stay together. <laughs> I think that's the point. In Except shows for like uh, Coleman. And his wife. Yeah, they can stay together. They seem fresh. Uh, Scarlet comes into a bar where Gunner is playing a real Western vibed song. Um, Scarlet tells Gunner she doesn't know if she could do this because it may ruin things between her and Avery. We'll pick back up on that in a bit. Uh, Juliet, during this time, we see Juliet's music video, and it's a bunch of supermodels talking about telescopes. That was is the dumbest shit. It's like telescope. My eyes are a telescope. My eyes are a telescope. Is she fucking RoboCop? Go, go, Gadget, Inspector, I. It was like, my eye, my eyes, Uh, like a telescope. telescope. And I was like, what? Yeah, no, that's definitely (laughs) what it was like. Exactly. Uh, Julia overhears someone saying that the song is for 12-year-old girls, and she wants him fired. She yells at some dude about getting Deacon to work for her. Juliet shows up and offers a Deacon a place on her tour and writing a song on her album, and she does it right in front of Raina, which is that thing we talk about where she likes to assert her dominance. Except for she I like throws her dick around all the basically. time. Basically, she's basically throwing her dick around and slapping Raina in the face. Yeah, with it. exactly. And the whole time, and then Raina's just like, "That was very inappropriate." Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was weird. That was weird. It was weird, right? <laughs> uh, Juliet, after uh, Raina's rehearsal, which we'll talk about in a minute, Juliet drives up in an old school Chevy truck. God, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, to pick Deacon up, which Raina, of course, sees. Uh, she takes him to land she owns that used to be owned by Tammy. I wrote Wynette. Wynette. Is that right? Tammy Wynette. Wynette. That's what I thought, but I wrote <laughs> Wynette for some reason. Uh, which How close is the W and the L? on the Not close. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, which she plans to build a house on one day to, like, burn a... I don't know. When she's got more than $20. Yeah. She has brought along a nice guitar, I guess, because they just say the name of it, and he's like, oh, my God, it's a... Guitar. Guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yes, it is. Um, Was this before or after she bought him a guitar? This is before, and I think she just sends him this guitar later. Mm, okay. uh, she kisses him, but Deacon just wants to write his song. Um, so then Juliet and Deacon write Undermine and then take their shirts off. Well, I think they were going, she was like, let's go skinny dip and takes all her fucking clothes off. And then he's just like, I'm going to. No, all we see her take off is her shirt. Well, let's assume she's not wearing pants. I'm going to assume she is. <laughs> um, a radio delivery boy. Well, what if they were just like writing music with their pants off? No, they definitely had their pants on while they were writing music because we saw okay. it in the shot. I rewound because I was like, did they? What the fuck happened? Because I was like looking at my phone or looking at my notes actually and looked up and I was like, what? 
Why is he taking his shirt off? Okay, alternate suggestion of what happened. Mm, they she took it. her shirt off as yep. she was walking to like the lake slash river. Yeah, whatever and it is. she took she her takes, pants off there. I'm sure that makes sense because yep. there was maybe a bit of delay in between her leaving the frame and then the water sound. Yeah. I don't know if we heard the water sound ever. We did, because oh, I remember okay. she was, like, splashing, like, come on. And I was like, you're 12. Yeah, you for real. Um, a rando delivery boy drops off a guitar gift, which causes a fight between Deacon and Raina, because Raina's mad that he's off with, quote, Miss Sparkly Pants, <laughs> while they should be working on their tour. Like I said, we'll get to that in a minute. Words are exchanged, and then she storms out. Because this guitar is apparently worth $50,000. Which, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, when she storms off, he says, if I wanted to fight like this, I'd, I'd have, have a, a damn girl girlfriend. Oh, a damn A girl for a friend. <laughs> um, and that made me laugh. So just that entire exchange. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, these little people. Um, Juliet is mad that Deacon doesn't say thank you for the guitar right away. Um, she sees a rough c- cut of her music video and hates it, which, you know, fair. Uh, she records the Deacon song under mine. And uh, it's pretty good. Julia apparently has a thousand cars because she shows up in a different one. Yeah, I know. To hand Deacon her demo. And it's like a nice sports car. Uh, She tells him something about him makes her want to grow up, which still feels gross, right? No, because like I get. No, I realistically, she's like, what, 23? And he's probably like mid 40s. I think she's like 20. But like realistically. 20. Just think about it. 20. That's fine. Whatever. I'm assuming she's, she's new just, to the scene. Well, but like also there was a scene that like was very short, so I'm assuming that's why you're not mentioning it. Where? It was when like her music her producer or something came and was like, "Hey, I have a rough cut." Yeah. Of uh, of your thing. Of the music video. I just y- said that. Oh, I didn't hear that. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely did say that. But like, you know how she was like, "No, this is trash." Like, mm-hmm. what the this isn't going to make Deacon want to be in my band. So, yeah, realistically, yeah, yeah. that means She's probably just like, oh, you make me want to like mature my have sound. More ma- that yes, sort of thing. Yeah, she definitely is trying to go for a mature sound. Yeah. Um. So then Raina during this time, uh, Raina tries to take her kids to school, and uh, so I guess we're gonna have a Raina with the kids in the car scene every single episode. Um. She. I feel like we had like seven. Nope, only two times, eat, but once each episode. Ugh. Uh, Raina, uh, yeah, she's taking her kids to school, and traffic is insane because Juliet is shooting a music video, and her kids literally, like, try and jump out of the car because they're like, we want to see. Well, if you had already mentioned the music video, why would it be here? Because it was in the same scene as... Because I split each character up. I'm confused. For mo- more coherent. Never I promise mind. it's, it's it? more coherent if we don't address <laughs> it. It's what Fine. I did for Sorry. Pretty Little Liars. Sorry. And it just Sorry. Keeps, I'm yeah. new here, Cody. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah. So this is a, it, this stuff isn't in um, sequential order. It's just in character order. Okay. Um, Got it. In behind because, the scenes. Yeah, because uh, everybody should be watching these episodes, so we're not trying to get you give you play-by-play everything that happened in the episode. Yeah. Um, But we are trying to give you good details. Um, The kids want to watch it because Juliet's the most famous singer in the world, uh, which, mm, whatever. Um, Well, they're 12. Yeah, so, And I then guess they're just true. like, your music's popular amongst young teen girls. But like Kanye West? Kanye West, ever heard of him? Little girls? Little dumb girls? <laughs> well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a dumb girl, and I like Kanye West. But you're not a little dumb girl. That's true. 
I don't know. But also, he wouldn't be in Nashville. Those girls aren't dumb. They're very talented. Their mother loves them. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> White is trying to convince Raina that if she refuses to go on tour with Juliet, then her only option is to go back to her basics and tour around the country playing smaller shows with Deacon like she did back in the day. Which is a smart idea. When they were dating. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a smart idea, too. Like Lady Gaga's doing, like, a small A tour. bar crawl tour. It's, it's, I think it's dive bar tour. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Have you listened to that CD yet? No. It's not terrible. It's weirdly boring for some of it. There's some tracks on it that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. But there's other ones where I'm like, yeah. It's her definitely trying to do like a country album. I'll try to get through it like this week. It's a bit of a slog. I listened to it on the way to Montgomery and was like, all right, all right. But there <laughs> are definitely good, some good stuff on there. Yeah. Um. So Raina talks to her husband, who is, of course, uncomfortable with the idea of her and Deacon being on tour together. Because we find out in this episode, they dated for 11, 11 years. years. Which is insane. I have been dating my fiance. For like... Five. I'll May- be at five. Yeah. Um. In like a month. Like. But like that's normal because like y'all started dating in high school. Which means they had to have two. Or like when they were like eighteen or something, dated for maybe like ten or something. They she married Teddy at like thirty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she would have had to start young. Yeah. For her and Teddy to already have two kids as well. But they're only like twelve and like. I know. I still think they would have to be like 20. That's what, yeah, but. Because st- Raina's like 40 at most. Mm-mm, I think probably like 45. Okay, still, they would still. have had to start very young. Dating. Yeah. Um, God, this show's so good. But then Raina says, yo, Teddy, I'm not comfortable with you running for mayor, so meh. <laughs> um, is De- that an exact quote? <laughs> yep. Deacon reassures Raina that he is not going to go on tour with her. Uh, or with no, Juliet. he is going to go on tour with her, not with Juliet. Uh, Raina goes to talk to Councilman Coleman. Uh, what do we... That's the name I kept hearing. Is that the name? Coleman. Coleman Carlisle. Gotcha. Uh, to apologize for what's going on, and he reveals that Lamar, Raina's dad, picked Teddy as a puppet because he didn't support the baseball stadium. Like his I said. His name is Lamar? Yeah. That's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like his name should be, like, stirred. <laughs> Like sturdy. <laughs> I, I feel like his name should be Woodblock. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> um, he's like a scary dude. You're just kind of like, yeah, no, you hear his scary. name and you should automatically be thrown off. Lamar's too casual. Yeah. Like if he was like, how my name's Sturd, you'd be like. Sterling? No, Sturd. Well, yeah, Sturd's not a name. <laughs> like his name should be. Sm- I will name my first child Sturd just oh to God. fucking prove his name. Um, hi, my name's Smith and Weston. Um, so later Raina is like at a campaign event and she mingles with some weird beard socialites, um, who ask if her album is at Starbucks. No, I loved that because they were just like, you should come out with a new album. And she's like, it's out. I just did. I dropped it. It's out. It's brand new. Like you can buy it. And then they're just like, oh, is it at Starbucks? And Raina was like, what? We'll we'll go check on that. And then she just (laughs) runs away. She's like, oh, I think I need to husband. Yeah, Bye. yeah, I gotta go. Um, Lamar knows that Raina was at Coleman's house. She asked, as she did earlier to Teddy, about this past transgression test or something. Raina may have something to hide from her past. Uh, Teddy's being asked uncomfortable questions about his per- personal life to be vetted by these people. 
Uh, Coleman and Lamar have a tense meaning about trust, stuff like that. You know, basic super villainy stuff. Reyna is getting vetted by the secret-seeking boys. We find out that Reyna dated Deacon for 11 years and started dating her husband towards the end of that time. She stopped seeing Deacon once he went to rehab, which she paid for. She married Teddy while Deacon was in rehab. Reyna leaves the vetting process uh, early, definitely indicating she has something to hide. Yeah. Uh, Teddy and Raina decide to both support each other with his campaign and her tour. The Secret Seeker boys uh, tell Lamar their results and indicate that Teddy may be lying about something, which he defo is because we see him burning about burning documents. And Lamar says the quote, a mayor with secrets is easier to control. Yeah, he is a straight up supervillain. Uh, then the episode ends with Deacon performing at the Blue Be- Blue Be- Blue Bird. I was trying to say Blue Beard for some reason. My mouth wasn't working. Uh, Raina and Juliet have both come to see him. Deacon calls up a very special lady that is here tonight. And talented. And talented. And Juliet starts to stand up, but he's talking about Raina. They perform an old song together that is super lovey dovey. Also kind of boring. It is enough. It was good though. Uh, sure. It I is- think they work well together. Yeah, I think yeah, their yeah. singing voices sound good. Um, it is enough, however, uh, to make Juliet ex- upset and Scarlett convinced that she and Gunnar should make music. A very emotional Raina is in a car with Deacon and she says they wish they hadn't done that. I guess it's about the song, but it was kind of yeah, weird. I, she placement. said, like, I wish we hadn't sang that song. And then he was like, what are we going to do about that? And then she, like, gets out of the car and walks Which away. Which is like, calm the fuck down. Be a professional. <laughs> uh, she then goes home and hugs Teddy, Teddy. And that is the end of that episode. Well, no. There was, like, um, there was a point where Teddy was, like, burning something in the fireplace. Yeah, I just said that. What was it? The documents. They talk about he, like, was hiding something for, a, for like, one of his business deals. Oh, yeah. okay. That thing where he, like, dipped out of a company, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. right before and it went under. he burned under. all the stuff. Okay. The Martha Stewart thing. Um, that's what she went to jail for. Burning stuff? Uh, for dipping out of something that she knew was going to fail. I don't exactly know how businesses work, so, but it was something like that. Hmm. Uh, songs this episode, we had Telescope by Juliet, Undermine by Juliet and Deacon, Twist the Barbed Wire by Avery, Undermine Mm. by Juliet by herself, I'll Be There If You Want Me by Gunner, Matchbox Blues by Deacon, No One Will Ever Love You by Raina and Deacon. Uh, my vote for the best episode, uh, or best song of the episode, is "Undermine" by Julia and Deacon. Same. I was actually about to say that. Yep. I was going to say the acoustic version. Yep. Uh, you want to know some reviews for this new show? Yes. Uh, these are all one-star reviews. Keep that in mind, Kelsey. These are all one-star reviews. Okay. Uh, this comes to us from Tamara Strauss on Amazon. One star. Love it. <laughs> Yo, no, you don't. If you gave it one star, you idiot. I feel like a lot of times people just mistake it. And yeah, they're just like, probably. Um, okay, so another one star. This one comes to us from Francis. Uh, I did not like this product. I did not like this product. I had not watched the show before buying it, so it is my own fault. I would strongly recommend you see the show on TV before you buy it. It sounded good, and I took a chance and lost. I tossed it in the trash. It just rubbed me the wrong way. I would not recommend it unless you've actually seen the show on TV and happen to like it. I realize people have different tastes on what they view on TV, DVD. One star. I mean, okay. Whatever, but don't throw it in the trash. Like, Uh, fucking sell it back on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Another one star. This one comes to us from the Sequoia guy. (laughs) Uh, The title is Not My Cup of Tea. I Just Do Not Get the Lore. 
Uh, wow. I'm a very sensitive guy and enjoy most chick flicks, but this one, wow. I find the acting to be painfully underwhelming. And for some reason, the makeup artists have gone wild with spray bronzer. The fake coloring leaves a sweaty-looking, grimy shine on most everyone's face. I guess this series is just not my cup of tea. Okay. Yeah, good on you, Sequoia guy. I did notice at one point, like in the music video for Telescope, that Hayden Panettiere just seemed like she was wearing too much eyeshadow. Yeah, they definitely wear a lot of makeup. I was like, if your eyeball's a telescope, shouldn't I be able to see it? Good point. Um, so, Kelsey, you want to tell people how to find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelsey underscore Mullins. You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can find this show at Binge Along on Twitter. You can find our parent network where you honestly will get the most information and find out about our shows, know when new episodes come up and stuff like that, at Four Eyes Network on Twitter and also on Instagram. Keep with us. Watch Nashville. You can watch it on Hulu. And uh, I think that's it. It's so good. Uh, you got anything else, Kels? No, I don't. Okay, here's the outro song. You got to point it. Okay. Oh, I'm stretching in such a weird way. Fuck that one up. Outro song. good it rhymed yeah i tried uh uh binge along is a four eyes podcast network podcast four eyes for your ears